What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover the seven hottest titles coming out of Jump week to week to week. I'm your host, Eagle. Uh, it's Kiko. I'm Noxie. And uh, before we get started, I'd just like to say, join the Discord. Link in the link tree in the box down below, along with our other, you know, various social media platforms. You can all you can find all that there. This Friday, we're doing our first community event. It's in uh, an anime naming game. I forget the name of it, but it goes by the alphabet. I've, I've never played it, so I'm not too familiar with it. But regardless, join the Discord. Link in the box down below. Do that. Like the video. Subscribe if you've enjoyed Project Manga thus far. And... Uh, yeah, with that all being said, how you guys feeling real quick? <laughs> I know you got a new chair, Noxie. I know you're feeling pretty fresh, huh? New chair. Who this? <laughs> I'm in a, a new, new apartment. New I got a whole new aura in my new apartment here. Look, new look. Yeah, we actually both just got new apartments. This is my new setup. I got my whole little I got my whole little situation proper now. And hopefully I think I finally figured out like OBS recording and like Discord and whatnot. So like my my sound quality should be should be exactly where it needs to be now so i'm super excited about that sorry about the last couple videos you guys it's been a little long but uh with that being said i think we can get right into weekly shonen jump issue number 43 jujutsu kaisen chapter 76 premature death it's really cool that uh it's like the titles are like coming out of like that hidden inventory uh titles that it's had from like chapters like one through 11 of that i think is, is what it was so like i thought we were like rearing the end of of this flashback arc but i think like the first half of it was like showing like gojo's like ascension to like the number one shaman and i think yeah. this this latter half now that it's outside of the hidden inventory titles is going to be focusing on ghetto's like descent into into madness as like a new villain and showing us you know kind of how he got to that to that position with uh mahito and hanami and and volcano head, <laughs> volcano head. Yeah, i can't remember his name but volcano head uh, is his name uh, that's just the way it is <laughs> right yeah i mean i think it's uh it's gojo it's it's uh jugo it that's is it. jugo the opposite of gojo that's how i always remembered it yeah it is it is uh, jugo that's good jugo from uh yeah Laura dude boris said to ghetto that made him start kind of descending and spiraling into madness because it's like you know on the very first page you see the the ouroboros he's like blasted in half yeah uh, uh fushiguro's ouroboros yeah and it like it says some indecipherable you know words to ghetto and then he gets this kind of like he's just got this look in his eyes like he's shocked or something oh so and that's what you were thinking it was you think it was something that the that the cursed spirit said to him that that kind of started to trigger that it could have been because i mean i usually anything we get from like a cursed spirit or a cursed being is just like yeah it, it'll be like oh, groceries or something <laughs> yeah like it'll that. say some <laughs> and, it'll say some random ass shit yeah so the fact that it's like uh it's kind of like reminiscent of promise neverland where you know you know the name of the dude is going to be important because it's always been blurred out thus far i feel like i don't know the yeah. fact that the text is made so that we can't read it yeah show, tells me that later we'll get a flashback to this part yeah and something this thing said to him that made him kind of start to descend into madness that's really cool yeah that's really cool because i mean like they, it does like there is a lot of dialogue in the series about how like cursed spirits or just cursed energy in general relies on like negative emotion 
So like something that the the cursed spirit says triggering, you know, that that descent could definitely be the trigger. I was thinking more along the lines of like when Gojo was bringing Amonai's corpse through this dark cult, you know, and, and all of the cultists are sitting there like clapping and 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 and, and celebrating that like Ghetto like seeing, you know, that reaction because he Yeah, he does make a point about how like they're non-shaman cultists, you know, so like that, it's not worth killing, killing them. Yeah, them yeah, so yeah. But then he has no point in killing them because it'll be there's no effect. Right, but then well, he thinks he thinks back to that later in the chapter, and yeah. like and and like that was the point for me where I was like, okay, this is where he's starting to go crazy because he's sitting there thinking about, you know, how happy they were that that Amonai, you know, was dead, and then like you had that segment a couple chapters ago where he was like, hey, if you want to live, like we'll protect you, and then she gets domed like you know right oh, after that so that wow. was that was huge too for him and then seeing them clap and praise and he's sitting there and like, that's the first time he calls them all monkeys you know i know what I mean? we uh talk about how jujutsu kaisen feels like hunter and just a togashi story in general and ghetto has big huge sensui vibes here where he's like yeah. not killing these followers has warped him and it's because he knew they were evil and letting them live it was against his better judgment kind of and it's like i don't know i feel like it just really is it, like a chapter black situation where like he's come to these non-shaman humans that were evil and want this evil end that he you know even though they have no power of making those ends you know meet but they're still supporting this goal and gojo's like nah like fuck him like that yeah. shit to kill him but but ghetto it obviously sticks with him for over a year because it's a year flashback or yeah. uh, uh flash forward a year right and and you know he's he asked the the you know the rookie uh i don't remember what the rookie's name was but he's like do you think we're doing the right thing you yeah know, like oh, hi bara hi yeah, bara yeah and he's like how do you feel about this and I love these characters because this is a me type character where he's like, you know, I'm not going to think about this too deeply. I just like that I'm that I could put my skills to good use and feel, you know, like I'm doing the right thing, even if it I don't know, there might be some kind of underlying other shit that makes it not the right thing. Right. But but. You know, I, I always like those characters. Yeah, I'm just going to do my best regardless of like the, the moral like gray area, yeah. you know, that that's clearly here, you know, in the shaman world, like this is the side that I've chosen to align myself with and I'm just going to do my best while I'm on this side and, and see where it takes me. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, seeing the, the, the year flash forward was cool because Gojo has like now honed his Jutsu Shiki to like near the levels that we see in the current story. He's not exactly there yet because he makes a comment about how he still needs to form a territory and, you know, get it to a point where he's really on the way that we see in the current story. But it's cool to get the explanation that before he had to manually use his Jutsu Shiki in response to cursed energy and its potency. But now he's able to automatically use his Jutsu Shiki on any incoming matter, regardless of whether or not it's loaded with cursed energy or not, which is really well, cool. And, that, to and see. that's just limitless. Yeah. You know, so like he's not using blue and red and purple without like, you know, using cursed energy right. and, and he's not actually even saying that it's not using he's actually kind of the opposite he's just saying that he's running a reverse cur curse technique yeah. at the same time to counter yeah. what energy that limitless uses yeah so, so that his brain can stay healing. intact yeah and it's again it's the healing yeah. basically and, mm -hmm. and maybe it's maybe it's being used in a different way so that kind of opens up this uh new path for 
what reversed curse technique can be more than just healing it could be you know i don't know just say like um reinforces your aura or something like that you know right. or whatever you call it so right so i don't know I, I i hope that that opens up a new you know way you know just a new path for new abilities with with reversed and it's got to be like because like reversed curse technique yeah we're, we're gonna get more into that there's yeah. just no way I, and like i was saying in a previous episode like it seems like you know that's going to be one of like the the standard like base like juryoku manipulation techniques similar to like uh ken and, and ko and like ryu and shu from from yeah. the men system of hunter hunter that any shaman can learn that's like outside of their ultimate ability so like yeah. so we'll, we'll, we'll probably see like regenerative healing factors moving forward and because it, it seems like you have like reversed cursed energy that can like heal you but then also act as like a mental floss to like keep your you know your brain from tiring out or, or maintaining your, your your mental state to make sure that you don't go into that like heightened state of like that high that he was in when he was like finishing the fight with Fushiguro. So, cause it looked, cause he was tweaking well, <laughs> by the end of that fight. He was out of here. Shalnark vibes from uh, Hybara. Yeah, dude. That is Definitely. who it feels like. It does. Yeah. It does. That's wow. A good I love that. Yeah, me too. Um, another thing I gotta mention here is that so. Limitless is a passive at this point, basically, is Gojo's passive, but Gojo can see the molecular makeup of items and he needs that's like that little molecular panel where he's talking about how he can tell um uh the mass speed shape of items yeah. you know hitting his limitless yeah and and he wants to be able to know if they're poisonous or not and he's uh, yeah he needs to break down their molecular structure yeah or or at least see their molecular structure maybe before it hits limitless or as it hits limitless whatever it is but that's fucking huge kind of like when the bullet is coming in when Killua is in the chimera ant saga and he like just puts his end out just a little bit so that he can sense the trajectory of the sniper bullet from ikalgo and like as soon as it enters his end field he can tell like which direction it's coming from so that he knows yeah. where the sniper is it's probably something similar like that so where once the matter like comes in contact with his Juryoku, whether it's limitless or not maybe it's just his curse energy field and then sure. he can and then he can like you know at least in like that because it, it seems like his 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 like information processing is like above superhuman too so like maybe as soon as it enters that field he can eventually maybe even in the current story already i'm sure he can you know dictate whether or not it, that's a poisonous you know attack incoming or or whatever he's trying to figure out in this flashback that's super fucking cool dude yeah yeah gojo is not <laughs> playing and another really cool thing uh is like ghetto's like dialogue about how like the summer is like stressing him out and like he, he mentions like summertime a couple times so like in one of my group chats someone brought up something really cool i can't remember exactly what the conversation was because i kind of just like barely like brushed past it when i was in the group chat a little bit earlier in the week and uh he had like some kind of like screenshot about the what ghetto's name translates to in english and i think that it was something along the lines of like ghetto translates to like summer and then like Suguru translates to which is his last name translates to like fat or oil and he's like talking about ingesting things and 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 exercising and ingesting over again and then makes these comments about how the summertime stress is getting to him so that was like a really cool thing i don't i don't know exactly if that's 100 percent accurate information but like that was a really cool thing that he pointed out where that if that's legit gege gets points for that too but that could also have something to do with the time of year that the antagonist group including ghetto 
are talking about sealing Gojo during, you know, because that's Halloween. That's like, you know, that that time of year isn't as hot. It's like a, it's a cooler season. So like maybe he'll be at like, you know, his highest like point of of, of strength during, you know, the, those cool autumn, you know, times of the year so that he can be, you know, in top form to attempt to seal Gojo. Yeah. Which was which was something really cool that I saw them talking about in that group. Shout out to the Twitter chat again, man. <laughs> like where would I where where would I where would I be in my in my Jujutsu Kaisen analysis without those guys? But but yeah, how cool would that be though? Like if that was a thing, you know what I mean? Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, and I just love like under I just love like hidden like symbolism and like you know shit like that in like in, in writing that we that we see you know especially over in the East they have a lot of hidden messages like that. In, you know in names and what they mean and 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 you know and, and yeah. plot and plot you know significant plot shit like that yeah, yeah. absolutely also yeah. um that girl at the end of the chapter yeah, um what's that all about we've seen her before i think we have I to it's I, I, girl. Um, I was trying to think of it too i think that uh i think that's toto's sensei because they're saying like similar shit like what kind of girls are you into as soon as you see her yeah, either either I, it's like his sensei or like his sister or like they're linked in some kind of way and I don't know if that's confirmed in what we've seen earlier in the story or not but like I got big Toto vibes from that shit yeah yeah I was I was yeah. questioning it I'm like I feel like we've seen her yeah. what's with this you know like what kind of girls because <laughs> I, I almost took it as like I don't know like she could sense that Ghetto was I don't know has some mental anguish going on and yeah. that maybe was lightening up the mood for him or, yeah yeah or or just you know the uh I'm a stoic fucking you know dark yeah you know the, yeah. the typical what what anime girls go for whatever. yeah 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 for sure and maybe like the Sasuke vibe you know yeah yeah and maybe like she could be like a potential love interest for Ghetto and like she like dies like later and that really triggers him and sends him over the edge because because people can be shot to death regardless of their curse energy so maybe a monkey like maybe like a cursed energyless like human takes her out like sometime in the future after they establish like some kind of romantic relationship and then he's like all right i've had it with these motherfuckers yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah that would be that would be pretty cool to see too well and i think another thing that even pisses ghetto off and maybe it, it's hard to say because it, it looks like he's been going through this for this whole year right like yeah. this has been wearing on him but he acknowledges that uh, Gojo's the strongest, basically. And yeah. Like, and he's like, Gojo goes on solo missions now, so like, yeah. I'm on my own solo mission or whatever because, yeah. um, was it Shoko? Is Shoko. It a healer girl? Yeah. yeah. It's like she doesn't even like go on hard missions because she's a healer anyway. Yeah. So, so I don't know, you know, like it, it seems like that might be also kind of eating at him, but maybe yeah. not. I well, mean, I mean, because he, he had verbiage in like the earlier in the arc where he was like, we're the strongest. You know, yeah. at the beginning of the arc, and now he's like, Gojo's the strongest. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's he's got to be feeling some type of way about that. That's a good point that you just brought up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man, it's it's heating up. I like I want to say that I miss Yuji and Nobara, and like Megumi, but like these are questions that I've like wanted answered for so long, and a lot of people like feel like they're getting like arc fatigue that I'm seeing like on the on the internet. But I'm just no. like, no, give me all of this. Yeah, this can, you no, know, we, I love this shit. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I need I need these these questions answered because when the Gojo Seal saga <laughs> comes around, we're gonna know like all of the this background information and all these motivations and that's gonna make that that much better. It just sucks on like a week to week level probably for those people, yeah. What if Gojo just hard bodies the seal and breaks out of it? Man. Like, nah, wow. 
I mean, I, I kind of hope that doesn't happen because we do need to raise the uh, the stakes. The, yeah, the stakes. You know, yeah. just how how um, desperate the situation seems right now. Because like, yeah, and that would be huge with, for that. With Gojo rolling around, like everybody just knows their role. Like we just can't fuck with him. So like, yeah. no matter who it is, whether it's the principal of the school or whatever, yeah. you know, just yeah. everybody like they know. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we got we got a we got a nerf buddy here. <laughs> yeah, buddy needs some hard nerfs, and uh, if we yeah. just put his ass into a Pandora's box or whatnot, that's a that's about as nerfed as you get. We'll just remove him. From the game. <gasps> a little Reaper death seal. That's how you fix broken characters. You just remove them from the game. Yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. That's that's true. I like it. Well, I think that uh, that about covers it. Yeah, yeah, I think so uh, too. We'll probably move on to uh, Hachimaruden. Hell yeah! Nineteen, whatever it takes. And um, something I thought was was really cool in this chapter. I mean, last time we were talking about uh, like big Bushido vibes from uh hachimaru now he's starting to kind of act more like a samurai and yeah dude a, you know in this chapter he makes a point to dual ryu without his holder or princess praying because i love ryu it. doesn't have a you know obviously a holder or a princess and i yeah like, you know, kiko said i really love that too yeah you know big bushido vibes from from the boy hachimaru and big og naruto vibes coming out of the strategy implemented in this little sparring match that they had because like you see him like going down over and over and over again and i think the score is like 49 like to like zero <laughs> yeah yeah which was like really cool to see him like sacrifice himself to get the win which was like super reminiscent of, of old style like Kishimoto storytelling. Um, I, I I really like that a lot. But doesn't it kind of seem to you guys? I mean, like I don't I don't necessarily subscribe to this, but I wanted to get you guys' opinions on it. Like, doesn't it kind of seem like samurai in this story, or like a like kind of like a little bit too invincible? Have we had a conversation about like what it could possibly take to kill these things? Yeah, we we have kind of, we've kind of glossed over it, but yeah, I mean, of course, with he Nick cuts his head off like this. Yeah, you have to like totally demoralize and like kill their warrior spirit is what it takes, right? Yeah, I but mean, I, that's what I feel like we that, have talked about it before. And yeah, kinda... that's the context we've got so far, but I don't know if that's yeah. enough info, really. You know, and it's like... it's not to me because I mean, like if you if you take a look at like regular like cyberpunk storytelling or like just like android like robot like cyborg stories in general like their consciousness resides in a specific thing which i'm pretty sure is the key or like the spine the spinal area so like because they can lose their head like you know and, and and be just fine they can lose limbs and regenerate but like i feel like if you destroy the key then it's probably over with for them i feel like their 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 consciousness is like data that's like once they train like once they ascend into that samurai role they're, they they leave their humanity behind, at least in the physical form, and then well, they that's exist. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point we'll because it. at the beginning of the chapter, you I get to see the silhouette of the swole ass samurai. Yeah, with like, all the keys. Yeah, exactly. Keys. Are those so keys or bone hilts? No, those are our spines. No, those are like spine keys. Yeah. Different consciousness in each one. Then, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if it's a consciousness. I think if you can remove the key from the samurai, that would kill him. So you yeah. can just rip him apart and pull the key out of him. Yeah, and, and then crush the key. Connect, yeah, or not even crush the key. Just hold. The, oh yeah, just hold down. him down. Yeah, yeah. 
buddy's got boxes of keys on deck, you know. Yeah. So like, uh, I thought those were bone hilts, but if, if that's oh, keys, that's better. Those are keys. Yeah, yeah. those are definitely spinal keys. Um, and and buddy's headed to the tournament too. Yeah, 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 he's ready. I think I think um, bull holder. The bull holder is so tight. I love. That. Yeah, that is cool that we're seeing like a, a variety of different animals as holders, which is really cool. Um, but going back to like the consciousness in the keys, because I don't, I don't, I think it might be a combination of your key and your consciousness being inside of it, but also like, you know, how strong your connection is to like Akala, right? So like it could, because we were, when we got that chapter about the H particles, they were talking about how strong your like attraction is with your collection of these H particles, you know, as well as like your will to fight. So like, if you lose like the will, like if they, if they break your spirit, you know what I mean? And then you lose the will to win in like a life or death situation. Akala will, you know, like shut, you know, like will forsake you or, you know, reprimand you in the form of stripping your fighting spirit from your, from your key, maybe. Or maybe it's just like you lose the, the will to fight and your key gets separated or crushed and then you probably die. And there's no way for you to regenerate. It could be, it could be a combination of your will and that key in regards to like how you really take out a samurai because if you remember when uh Atta attacked oh boy that was defending that planet with the phoenix holder when he one-shotted him it was like straight through the chest like in this area where like your spinal cord might be so he probably he probably just like the combination of him one-shotting him so effortlessly and destroying the key is probably what what did him in yeah, it could be. We need some more info. On I swear works, we do. But, yeah, but but we'll get it. I think we'll get it at this tournament. I would think. Yes, yes. They, it, yeah. Just like the the rate of like exposition that we've received throughout the series, I feel like we're going to get huge info dumps throughout this tournament since there's like a lack of established characters there for us to care about. So yeah. like there has to be, there has to probably be like a, a decent amount of exposition, you know, in that arc. Unless he takes a lot of time you know, to spend on these characters and their backstories similar to the Dressrosa tournament, you know, where they, yeah. where Oda introduced like a hundred new characters that we've never seen before. And we cared about a lot of them by the end of it, <laughs> just yeah. because we got like, you know, during their, during their rounds, we got like back like quick little, like two page background stories for a lot of the characters there too. So we could be doing something like that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I don't really have too much of a problem with the, pseudo invincibility aspect of it because right. it's, it's badass as hell you know yeah Being able to just like take hits get cut up yeah no problem no yeah well going and coming back at yeah you. yeah i'm it feels like uq holder yeah it does and there's so and i'm totally fine with the invincibility and immortality and, and uq holder because there's so many ways to offset that that they've established yeah so. Yeah. Yep, and there there's gonna be for this. There yeah. just has to be. What was cool too is that they feel pain. That's something I don't know if we really like. I guess we have seen it, but not really like maybe verbalized in the way that it's like very clear that yeah. I'm getting limbs cut off. Yeah, I regenerate them, but that shit hurts. Yeah. I feel it. Like that, I think it, Hachimaru it, says in this chapter, like, "Ow, it hurts when he yeah. when he cut his head off." But yeah, that's I mean, the only time right away like when he gets you know just oh yeah through the through forehead right that, yeah just right away he's like take this shit out this shit fucking hurts yeah like, that's what it was yeah i think he says it even when he cuts his own arm off and cuts his own head off too like that shit all hurts like a bitch you know but yeah that's that's uh you, i think once we get 
a little bit more uh, information on on how that all works, that should. I mean, we're gonna see that play into effect where like maybe there's like a, a meter of how much um, pain you can take before it starts to wear your psyche and could you know break your samurai spirit like you know we're yeah. saying that, that, that that's going to you know eventually uh you can keep cutting them up until they don't want it no more and they're just like i give my yeah. soul take yeah. it my spine take it yeah fuck it, and then done. they and then they lose a kala's blessing probably and then yeah. it's really over with i like it a lot yeah. i like that yeah hell yeah. yeah so uh well i got like two more things i want to touch on and then we can kind of move on one yeah. thing one thing the biggest thing is and rides for Hachimaru so, so hard, hard, bro. Oh, yeah. I love I, seeing I her cape for him. I love seeing her cape for him in this in this episode, like, because he's trying to old old boy uh, Hiagusa. Uh, I wrote it down Hiagusa. this week. Ka it, I got Katsuka. Katsuga. No, I'm pretty sure his name started with an H. I thought. I think it's Katsuga with a K. Well, K whatever. Buddy out here trying to put the moves on Anne. She's a shooter for Hachimaru all day, and I oh, love that. Yeah. I love that. And we need Hachimaru just to steal on him one time. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll see him activate in that regard. He can't. You can't just keep slick talking, old girl, and, and think that Hachi because Hachimaru and, and her relationship is going to just keep getting stronger and stronger. And he's probably going to keep talking his shit over and over again. And he's definitely going to get humbled by Hachimaru at some point. Yeah. yeah and the other small thing I just want to touch on is that Daruma's uh, holder said my ai will keep track of this and the scoreboard comes down so like anything within it's, it's like a territory really yeah. within his within his holder's territory the 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 holder's ai is recording it so yeah. i think even more so not not just you know points like i think that kind of works for a lot of things that might we might see in the future where yeah. there is like a territory that a holder can put out where it's gathering information yeah. It's not just you. You know, like it could be like fighting styles or you know whatever. All I, types I, of I, shit. I just, yeah, yeah. So, I, I really hope that that's expanded upon a little bit and uh, know, yeah. get a little bit more with that. But yeah. but that's really all I had for this chapter. Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else either. Eagle, you got anything? No. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, it was a good chapter. It was a great yeah, chapter. It was, it was yeah, just action panels with. Still move the story. It's, it's yeah, a, it, the, the, the action is seeming is just getting a lot more like readable. Yeah. Uh, Akira Kubo, I think, is the the illustrator on this, and I'm pretty sure that it's. Yeah, I'm pretty it's, sure Akira Kubo is a girl, right? Yeah. I think so too. I think so. Yeah, yeah but it's moving a lot more. Like it just looks a lot more smooth yeah, than it did before. Yeah. Like you really could tell what's happening in these yeah, fights. And, yeah. She's like letting her top, panels top breathe. Yeah, yeah, she's letting her panels breathe a lot more and balancing the top out those three lights. thing I need for manga is yeah. to tell what the fuck's happening in the action scene. Oh, we know. <laughs> I know you know. Well, with that, uh, we can probably move on to uh, chapter 39 of Chainsaw Man. Yeah, dude. Tearjerker. Yeah, and this one definitely was a tearjerker. Um, I'm starting to appreciate the writing a lot more. In Chainsaw Man, I feel like Fujimoto, um, his writing is really cool in this chapter because like there's like this surface level like mystery or uh, or ambiguity, I guess, in in the storytelling. Like it seems like hard to follow, you know, or understand at first. But I think he's using a lot of symbolism to explain what's happening. Like what I mean is like it seems like he's trying to like make it a point in the beginning of the chapter and throughout a lot of the story. Really, that Denji has like kind of like lost his humanity. You know, because he doesn't really seem to be too phased by anything. But then there's like that last movie, you know, where they're both crying. 
you know, which like shows this like emotional depth, you know, in their in their characters. And it might kind of like be implying that they ha kind of have like a lot in common, you know, like which is really cool to see. If um, I want to run with the narrative that uh, Makino is the is that her name? Makima. 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 If we want to run with the narrative that Makima is the uh, the gun devil. <laughs> I love that theory. <laughs> they could go along the same lines of, you know, she wasn't crying at anything like he was, and then they both cried at the same thing. Maybe the chainsaw and the gun devil are old pals. Ooh, I love that. I love that. And, uh, and something I saw was that uh, it was further reinforced with the shark fiend. Street and shark, bro. The chainsaw man or the chainsaw devil is like out here, out here, like yeah, the the king of fiends or the king of devils type shit. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because man was like, oh, I'll do anything for you. Like it's more yeah. chainsaw type shit. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, street shark guy does definitely <laughs> call him fucking definitely calls him his master. And yeah. uh, another thing that you know, it kind of was pretty quick at the beginning of the chapter is just that power has to drain the blood that she consumes or she'll get too yeah, strong or arrogant too she'll start wiling out you know like and yeah. that, that was that was a good explanation on why she has extra horns and, and whatnot you know like we just and that that'll be good like that'll be a good indicator on when she might like go berserk and wild out in the future is yeah. if she starts you know ingesting too much blood and like her horns start getting all sorts of craziness yeah. you know like, yeah yeah she's got you know freezer <laughs> freezer horns in six spots you know yeah. and, and that's another thing that i wanted to touch on too that that you just reminded me like and i know that we've been talking like me and eagle specifically about like how fujimoto is kind of kind of like lacking in like the emotional you know like the the facial expression art department but i feel like in this in this chapter with makima having like that like blank expression like that like you know when she's talking about how we have to drain you know uh power's blood you know every once in a while to like kind of like keep her in check power like kind of like seems like scared of like makima like coming around and saying like it's time to drain your blood again and makima's just like you know it's time to go drain your shit again you know which might imply that like the way the, the process in which that they drain the blood is like kind of like sinister or like 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 they like she might be doing like some like fucked up shit to like power when she drains the blood and like yeah. power might not like getting her her blood drained you know because it might it might be painful maybe it might be like some kind of like torture you know chamber type situation like and makima just seems like unfazed like all right let's go drain your blood and power is like oh yeah. yeah yeah the the blood is a very important part of chainsaw yeah. man and in yeah. and, and all these that like it seems like all these devils are using blood as a power source and yeah. yeah yeah and so i mean i think we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna see i don't know like blood reserves that might be kept on a devil or yeah. more than that like tainted blood that might alter their composition somehow you know yeah. i don't know so something like that where yeah. you know it, it, that the the quality of the blood maybe there's a, a blood quality level you know yeah. blood types that yeah. kind of thing could all come into play so that was that's good info or at least uh alludes to good info outside of the outside of the gun devil theory like how do you guys feel about makima i don't think i ever asked you guys like like how you feel about her character are you are you do you like her <laughs> eagle go ahead <laughs> you're having a tough I, time i don't really have that much to say i just don't like i don't know i just girls who lead dudes on man. And she's yeah dude <clears throat> 
motive, you know. Yeah. Like, but he's like, he's being like, he's being like really confusing in his writing though, because like them being like the only two like in the theater for that like emotional movie and that, that makes them cry at the end. Like I was thinking that that might be like a little bit more symbolism in regard to like how isolated they are from like the rest of humanity, like given their like lack of, of emotional responses to things that should definitely affect people. But like yeah. when, when nobody else is around, they're like super emotional. So I thought like that was like kind of poetic there too. So like Makima might have like some super fucked up past that we're going to get information on, you know, yeah, like probably. like later, which like makes me like care about her. But then at the same time, like Eagle was saying, like it's weird because it's obvious that like Makima uses Denji as like some kind of pet, you know, like he does whatever she says. And then if he does his job well, she responds like romantically as like some kind of like reward, which is, which she knows he wants. You know yeah. what I mean? So like she's that's... clearly got him on a leash. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, a person, yeah. Personally, I'm not really rocking with her. Like I loved her in the beginning. No. I yeah, I, I I loved her in the beginning, but like just like throughout the course of the story, I'm just like, I don't know if I really liked. It. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like she's cool. Her ability's cool. I love like you know like the emotionless like characters that are like really calm and like intensely you know dramatic situations. I love that, but. I feel like she's doing some sinister underhanded shit to power and I feel like I'm really starting to feel like she might be the gun devil but that Fujimoto is just going to give her some kind of like pathos that makes us you know care about her in the form of like maybe some kind of like flashback that we'll get of her past but well and I don't think she's the gun devil I just think that she has a lot of ulterior motives that are not yet known and yeah. that she is I just I just don't think and and for good reason like what side she's actually on yeah. um and and that she will i don't know you know like i feel like she's going to turn on you know the devil hunting organization at yeah. some point and, yeah. and and maybe she works for the gun devil but I, I just it's hard for me to see that she's the gun devil at this point but, yeah yeah and yeah that's all i really had to say about chainsaw man and the gun devil and all that we can move on this wasn't a very eventful chapter so yeah still a lot to talk about which was really cool but i mean yeah. there, there really wasn't a lot like it, i moved through the chapter pretty quick but well yeah we kind of squeezed blood out of a rock there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but, but, there, but there we go let's, yeah i'm good we can move on yeah we can move yeah, I'm on. Good. all right well i mean uh who wants to go on chapter 151 of Promise Neverland? Well, actually, let me. Uh, yeah, you should go. You guys, what is Emma going to do <laughs> about the poison? Uh, we're gonna just jump to the end of the chapter. Okay. She's uh, hot. What the fuck can she do? She's what gonna be. She... She's gonna be hot, fam. Well, especially since. Um, so the poison causes forced degeneration it's like on a yeah. cellular level yeah so like what what can nothing can be done about that yeah not that i'm because the queen already has the the evil blood yeah so yeah if it's already degenerating her right then it's over with for the rest of the yeah. population yeah well yeah. well we'll see we'll see if musica uh, i doubt musica and sunju will break down they'll they'll have some maybe not sunju maybe sunju will break down but i think musica being like whatever you want to call it the purest blood or whatever you call her man is that how we're gonna get a, a, a full power sungju fight is him degenerate degenerating down into a wild form i want to see him fighting like tip-top shape the way he is right now oh we're gonna we got it right yeah dude i'm gonna be super mad if i, I want to see sunju versus zazi really. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna bro. Hold on, bro. Don't forget it. Let's go. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Come on, bro. It's Zazi season. He comes in. He comes in just strolling. Yeah. Right away, right away, just the, with the Yo, viciousness. No words. Off top. I mean, yeah, at her, at her neck right away out of control. And it's super crazy seeing this fight because, like, even though they were talking about how, like, Ghislaine definitely was effective in, like, the beginning of Norman's plan to, like, tire her out, yep. she seemed just fine in this fight anyway. <laughs> you know? Like, she was, she, she seemed like she was still on point, but but just seeing yeah, their so, just seeing their coordination and their strategy for attacking that's her was what super i was going to cool. talk about yeah. yep, is how you know zazi is the tank basically where yeah. you know cicero and barbara are yeah. the flank the, yeah. the the stealth joints you know assassins Locking and any attacks that yeah and yeah. i don't know if i've missed this until then but cicero uses a sansetsukan a fucking three prong yeah you know, like that shit was with so knives hard. on it yeah, with the, well, one end is a spear, I think, and that's it because it'll it'll yeah. come back like Hozuki Maru, like oh yeah, three. yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a Sansetsukan, yeah, and that wow. man, I was hyped when I saw that. I was like, man, I didn't know he used that. He's like I didn't. A character. <laughs> I didn't know that either, and I can't believe that I was fucking calling Vincent Cicero for like the last like four episodes. <laughs> Yeah, Vincent, I was I was right there with you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I definitely thought his name was. But I've kept room. sitting here like, man, if y'all yeah. are both gonna say this to me, then I'm yeah. gonna concede. <laughs> yeah. But I think y'all are wrong. Yeah, you were you were right the whole time. That's fine. You can have it. But yeah, man, the all, of, all okay, <clears throat> all of their all of their weapons are crazy. Um, mm -hmm. Zazi with yeah. with the two long machetes. Oh man! And then when he throws the oh, dude. Yeah, so okay so 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 yeah so like the queen like reactivates basically because it seems like she was kind of like on the fence and then she's like hold on you thought this was a fucking game and then just like you know impales barbara and and then that's when i yeah and i was I, like no i wasn't dude. ready i, I wasn't, wasn't ready for that either and that's just kayu shirai letting us she know like, like stakes are high in this story that. still like the, the the cattle children in like norman's side like might have this like military might in this plan but like the, this is still a high stake story where motherfuckers can get clipped like that and we haven't seen that, you know, we haven't seen, you know, like really quick, like insane amounts of trauma, you know, on the, you know, on the end, on the protagonist side, you know, we haven't seen them, anybody really be taken out in a really long time. So like seeing that again, this chapter was like really big jaw dropping energy there that I really appreciated because I was not ready for that shit, bro. Hell yeah. And then, like, and then Zazi said, she got clapped. <laughs> throws the fucking machete and slices her arm off but eat man zazi cuts her face too yeah like, a couple times and and actually like gets a good one on her. yeah like, yeah a couple on both sides and they were talking about how like the poison might be coated on their weapons which was really cool to see because yes. when, the, when the queen like reactivates there and like kind of like grows her arm up i was like oh damn she's got fucking like frieza powers and then like <laughs> and then i was like no she's just degenerating you know yeah. what i mean she's just like de-evolving you know yeah, so i, I guess, thought yeah, yeah so like that like even though like that's still like a big amount of strength like her her mental capacity is going to be decreasing so like she should be she should be on her way out like yeah man fucking it's good to get explanation on how well, go ahead well i was, I was gonna, gonna say it seemed intentional when she kind of grew up like that 
it did seem intentional yeah. but oh yeah that was intentional but like yeah but like when i thought about it i was like well maybe what if that's because she said know your place and then grew it so i was like okay but like what if that could potentially be like the 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 de-evolution of her and that's, that's like the first hint probably to just the power of the cursed blood maybe that she can choose to devolve just a portion of her body yeah you know because i mean it's it's cellular division here and i yeah. don't know if it like removes the cells of the whatever their their highest level of evolution from that body you know like if they can really control it like that i mean that yeah. would make sense for like the queen and the royals to be able to have that level of command over their cells which that's yeah. that's yeah. crazy but but it's it's cool to know that that they gave us the info that demons are sprinters not marathoners that's right, right. Like, that's right they can only fight that level for such a short amount of time and as long as you don't let them ingest any blood or whatever it is just demons or, or maybe just anything period yeah, yeah brains whatever. yeah 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 you know if you don't let them they're gonna tire out and they're gonna fucking you know just be ineffective so yeah. that's what i got even from like i feel like she tr the queen tried to like make needles out of her fingers again and they wouldn't go yeah she did that is what happened that's when we first started hearing about the poison but is she that the like poison or is that her wearing out you know that, maybe it's that a combination of both maybe the poison yeah. is like is is accelerating her her stamina loss yeah yeah, yeah that that that's good that's definitely good but yeah. uh yeah but, but yeah i mean this this has just been a hype chapter yeah and dude the action was so good so once zazie or once um the queen impales barbara and zazie throws the sword and cuts her arm off to get her you know off the impale yeah. or whatever he rages and yeah. then after images and the queen can't see his speed yeah like and and that was crazy you yeah know? like yeah. i was like whoa he if he gets mad he gets stronger but cicero was like no don't yeah get, like, yeah don't get mad yeah. yeah keep calm like we got a plan to stick to which you know i don't know man next chapter is just gonna be lit we got to see what happens but see that. like that's another thing is that like if zazie does have that temperament you know like that issue like when he gets angry norman's already accounted for that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like it, it, when, when cicero said no zazie like don't go crazy i was like oh no zazie's about to get but then i was like no 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 no. norman yeah. knows every single moment of this of this entire thing norman is the goat man but i mean we already know what it really is norman's just the 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 face it, this is all phil this is this is all this is all phil's plan <laughs> <laughs> This Phil shit. People are wild about <laughs> Phil on the internet. I like, know, and it's so funny. I just love that joke. Funny. I, I, I love, love that it. joke, yeah. This is all Phil's point. You're just going to see Phil at the end of a chapter. Like, yes. Oh, uh, like, yes. It's, and anytime you <laughs> see Promise Neverland anything, it's about Phil, it seems yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, Amazing yeah. chapter. It's Zazie season all day. Zazie season, and then you obviously you see the citizen demons. They're already like they yep. don't have the fortitude to withstand like the no. Yeah, yeah. They're already raging like a motherfucker outside. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Demons. I just don't even know. Like, what is Emma gonna do at this point, like, dude? She's just gonna sit there. She's just gonna sit there and be like, "Fuck, I blew it." Not <laughs> 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 like, like, like what? I mean, if she's got if she's got something for this, regardless, like I feel like it does. Like Kiko was saying, have to come down to Musica and, and Sungju, maybe even just Musica. Yeah. But I mean, like I can't see Emma having any kind of retaliation for this. Like she's, we're gonna get a crazy 
devastation reaction panel. And she's probably gonna, she might lose her mind. <laughs> she might lose her mind, yeah, yeah. She might be, she might be on Norman's heels once she starts seeing them start dropping like flies, cause. Yeah, Norma and Emin deathmatch, or Norma Emin. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Norman and Emma deathmatch. It's a cool Norma couple. Norma and Edmund, that's their yeah, names now. Yeah, Norma that's, and Edmund. That's their, that's their couple name. We ship them right here on this episode. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> that's uh, gross since he's 25. <laughs> uh, guy you monster could be the queen or Zazi. Where's Bel uh where's uh Lord Baelish? Nope, that's not it. That's Game of Thrones. Uh Balin. Balin or <laughs> No, the Duke. The, the uh, like her last homeboy oh, that she's with. Elk. Yeah, Duke. Yeah, he was standing there he's standing by like a bitch watching. I know, and but he's, he's about to activate soon. No, he's getting poisoned too. You saw the poison. Oh effect. yeah, yeah. I said, I said, I said, Baelish. I called him Littlefinger. I'm sick. <laughs> Bayon. That's it. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, it's Bayon. Bayon was one of the tightest characters at Goldie Pond. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I was, I was uh, surprised that Bayon too got one shot by Gillen. <laughs> that was, that was funny. Like a couple chapters ago, I'm like, and Gnome, because yeah. those were all like strong ass characters yeah. in fucking. Goldie Pond, yeah. and then like, yeah, and their whatever descendants or whatever, they're next in line. They yeah. all just got wrecked by Gillen, and you're like, all right, well, they were tight, which yeah. maybe that just shows that they were here, Gillen was here, and the queen is literally like yeah. that much higher than than Gillen, which yeah. is is crazy. And another thing that leads me to think about with the the curse blood is that the queen probably has the bare minimum of curse blood. Of, yeah, like that, that she because she doesn't want it to because you never see Musica be violent or yeah. fight yeah. or do anything. That's and maybe that cursed point. blood, cursed blood, just you're just weak. But you have as far as like battle prowess is, is low, but you have, um, you know, uh, just fortitude or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, you know, that 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 gives you to maintain your form and to maintain your human sanity whatever the hell yeah but but yeah so maybe the queen just has just enough to, yeah so she doesn't ever fucking you know devolve yeah yeah but she keeps all her battle skills and or even you know because since they're eating the highest level shit anyway they're i i just think that they're eating the perfect composition the queen was eating the perfect composition of she has cursed blood you know and whatever top tier brains yeah and you know whatever else to get her where she is which is great that it shows that you can pretty much customly make top tier people but there's going to be a drawback you know there's going to be some reason why that's not like cursed blood isn't available as much obviously top tier brains are not available either so right. yeah you know i like that a lot yeah but yeah that's yeah. good but that's about all i got uh, yeah, yeah. I think that about covers Neverland. We can move on to uh, chapter 221 of <laughs> Yeah, man. Blue Rose's Confession. And uh, this chapter, I mean, the one thing I took away from it, and again, I'm going to jump to the end here because... Well, you have to with this chapter. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a whole lot to it. It's, it's Yami and Charlotte just like at dinner talking. And like, you know, Yami's like, oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about this. And Charlotte's like, ooh, thinking about, oh, is he going to ask me about this? 
but the one thing at the end of the chapter that I'm super hyped about is to like to see more from and learn more about possibly Dorothy Unsworth. Yeah, dude. Captain of the Coral Peacocks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We don't Yo, see it. We don't see a lot of them. Well, because her power is OP. Dream power. Yeah. 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 Dream, dream power is OP. Every time we see her, and then we finally got you know some exposition into her shit. Yeah. This elf thing, and we had to go into her dreamland. Yeah, that shit was crazy in the Devil Arc, dude. I was like, whoa, this chick is busted. <laughs> Dorothy Unsworth. Yeah. Hey, Freddy, Freddy Krueger, bro. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's dope. She's Freddy. She's Don't got go she, sleep, she's God. got Dream Eater too. Oh yeah, <laughs> hypnosis and Dream Eater. Yeah, Gengar out here going crazy. So do you think that like Noel, it kind of alludes to her being, I guess, cursed in some way. Yeah, definitely. It involves her and her mom. I don't know. It's hard to say, but like. It is hard to say, being that she has water ability, just like her mother. And well, did her mother or did her mother have mercury? Because she was also that she had the Valkyrie she armor. Was like the silver. I think she might have had mercury. I'm not. Sure. Yeah, I think she had the Valkyrie armor with the mercury element and not the water element, which would have been cr that that'll be crazy. But because because right now Solidus and uh god what's 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 her sister's name older sister but anyway only only nozelle has mercury and the rest of them all have water yeah which yeah. which would seem to me like the mercury element is the cursed and that nozelle would be cursed but i don't know but well, I, noelle's asking about it at the end which that doesn't necessarily mean that she's cursed she's asking about her mother being cursed so yeah, maybe true. maybe the mom did have the mercury element and she used valkyrie armor the same way but with mercury instead of water which is even fucking tighter yeah uh, <laughs> and and then nozelle might be the one who's dealing with the family curse now and was passed on or something like that yeah or maybe so, she like as she was pregnant with noel like maybe got involved in some uh forbidden shit got the vag or the wag or whatever the horns and then, yeah like, through some you know semantics antics uh in her pregnancy like basically didn't survive through it and then noelle was like kind of inflicted by the curse of the bag where she's like super OD powerful but can't really control her shit too easily that's good too i i like that no i like that too that's really good because yeah. she's the only one who couldn't control her ability you know and she had obviously like vast mana reserves but like I, she couldn't control it for a long ass time you know like and the others you know her brothers two brothers and sister treated her like shit because of it and they you know basically said no you can't join the silver eagles bitch get the fuck out you know yeah and, <laughs> yeah, and nozelle's still so corny whatever i'm never gonna go back i know i know <laughs> no, nozelle no i agree with you like that's fucked up how they tabata just like makes nozelle cool now it's like no nah, fuck nozelle. yeah always trying to steer you away like <laughs> nah nah I'm, I'm i'm with you there but, I, I don't agree with that yeah i mean that's like there's just this not a whole lot of meat and potatoes that was it so little, that, so that was it yeah. yeah yeah that's really all there is so we can probably just yeah. and no no my hero this week that's why i wore the bakugo joint today Boom. <laughs> yeah I, that's know. so sick i didn't even know you had that that's super this tight. is actually from japan this is a shonen jump what uh, the thing? What? Uh, Let me get this wonder, on camera. No way, dude. That's so sick. 
Hell sides. yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, and it's inverted colors on the other side. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, type. This cursed mage who put the curse on Charlotte Rosalie's family. Yeah, there was that, that too. Her. Yeah. I wonder if this person might still be alive, because, like, I don't know. I think so, unless uh, unless we'll ever get, like, a revelation that uh, magic and mana can be, like, Nen and live on post-mortem and Ooh. become stronger. Like, that, I feel like we would have heard that by now this far, you know, at 221 chapters, but yeah. maybe not. Yeah, maybe that's, not. That's, I mean, that is kind of late in the game for, for information like that. Because, I mean, like, I mean, in the Water Temple... Yeah, we do fuck with One Piece. I mean, how long is Black Clover going to be? It, uh, I don't know. But I mean, like in the Water Temple, like Yami starts talking about all this key, and then they barely have come back to key since then. Yeah, I mean, Asta's steadily been using key. He mentions it like here and there throughout his fights because that's what he uses mainly. But you think that we would have yeah. gotten like a more of like, you think that we would have gotten more of like an info dump, like exposition, you know, like chapter about like key, like in depth since I, I then? I don't know though, because we don't have like physical fighters as much. And yeah, that's true. One of these other, is what? the only one who uses key besides Asta. Yeah, yeah, and that's because he's not from the Clover country. He's yeah. from in uh, another country that's yeah, Japan. He's from another whatever world. I think know, Green Man. I think Green Mantis dude might be fit, might use key too, low key. Oh yeah, he yeah. could. Jack he Ripper. seems yeah, Jack, Jack Ripper. He, Ripper. He seems yeah. like he seems like more of a physical fighter and like the, him and Yami. See, I mean, like he wants smoke with everybody, but yeah. like yeah, but I mean, like just like the, yeah. there's like there's like more of a rivalry there between him and Yami. Yeah, than they fuck with else, each so. other. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, there might be like a key, but a key related bond there too. Sure. Yeah. Well, and with the uh, now that we're going to some new kingdoms, or at least have you know open the possibility to you know get a little bit more info about these new kingdoms we should we should be seeing more about key and then you know curses i mean with the fucking spade kingdom there's got to be mad curses involved yeah with that yeah shit. straight up straight so, up yeah i mean uh that's all i we, have yeah i mean we we yeah, that... again uh, <laughs> got blood out of a stone yeah whatever that, yeah whatever that fucking I th thing i is. think i think that's i think that's what it is yeah that covers it pretty nicely yeah. so uh without further ado i mean it's time it's reverie hours oh, chapter 956 big news well just to briefly touch on the cover page like we yeah. do kind of every time um hey what's up lola you finally found a hubby so this dude i think is gonna obviously they're gonna be like well no i'm not lola i'm her twin this dude could possibly point them in her direction you know yeah and that's really you know yeah oh and obviously capone you know looks like he killed some dudes here actually shot him in the yeah head. He he's not playing he's got the blicky ready yeah he's no like, he, blah, blah, blah. he said you ain't marrying my sister-in-law bet i'm doing your ass <laughs> we'll see about that yeah <laughs> these dudes are straight clapped you know, that's yeah yeah Let's talk about my let's talk about let's talk about my guy Fox News Morgans with the paws. Put the paws on, buddy. Put the wings on, buddy. He said tat tat. The world government tried to pay him off to bury these stories, and yeah. he said he said, you know what? I decide which lies I publish. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck like a nut and yeah. yeah, this dude popped out and he like literally was just like <laughs> It was it was a good it was a good exchange too because yeah. they gave him a check and they were like hey we're gonna pay you to fucking you know bury this shit and he looked at the money and he was like nah that ain't enough money to bury these stories this 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 shit's too yeah. too much for me like we're not gonna and and buddy said oh for real pulled his yeah. fucking face off I'm cypher pulled 
Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, oh, he said, Lord, I don't give... I'm going to give you albatross fists out <laughs> here. <laughs> albatross, hell yeah. Hell I yeah. Think that's his, I think that's yeah. his fruit. I, yeah. I know is it's it a, a fruit? bird can't fly. It is a fruit, yes. He, I, we he got is. that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And and I, yeah. I want to say it's albatross, but albatross can fly, I'm pretty confident. I, I could be wrong, but I think an albatross can fly. That's why I was like, I was hoping it was going to be like an emu or an ostrich or something like that. Well, didn't uh, Pell say didn't Pell say in Alabasta that there are only like five devil fruits that are capable of flight? Fuck that. Don't what do you mean? What are, what, are, what are they? We've seen uh, the Gomu Gomu no Mi. Uh, Doflamingo's fruit can fly. Yeah, but uh, it, he's talking. I think he's talking about zones. Yeah, like z there's only because, like a few zone fruits that naturally grant you flight. Yeah, we got Marco. We, 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 we saw them all. No, we saw them all in fucking Wano by now. Fucking Kaido can fly. Uh, King can fly. Uh, no, this just that is a plot hole. Don't even that is wrong. no. Keep them, keep it, keep them going. Pell. Oh, Pell, Marco. That's four. Yeah. Uh, let me th and, and we're talking just zones. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's not what was said. But... All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No, I, I, I've given I've given you more than five though. Luffy can fly. Yeah. No flamingo yeah. can fly. Yeah. All all Logias can fly. Uh yeah, but I, I think but I think I think Pell I think I think the verbiage I think the verbiage specifically was talking about zone fruits though in, in you Alabaster. Guys, you guys really uh, uh Momonosuke can fly. There's five. Yeah, but he's not a, his his is artificial. Yeah. yeah. So why would why would why would Pell be talking about artificial fruits before that was even a thing? I know, but regardless, you really think that a pterodactyl, a eastern dragon. A phoenix, a falcon are the are four out of the five that can fly. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. <laughs> Do you know how many other birds there are? Let's let's the hear them. Let's... Other than falcon? Yeah, but are there that many devil fruits? Bro, how is there? But yes, there is. There has yeah, to. Be. Yeah, and yeah. You can say that. But falcon, but like canonically, falcon, no. falcon's the only bird fly. Pell, Pell said what he said. Oda don't do shit for no reason. I'd like. I can't wait to see. But I just no, remembered that maybe it is. That's a plot maybe it is, but we don't. We, we uh, have four, I buddy. Yeah, <laughs> would assume that there's more birds and stuff like that, but like canonically, yeah, can't really yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was. I just thought it was something funny. To, I just thought. It, I just that's remembered. Just I just plot. yeah. I just remembered it, and I was like, oh, maybe somebody can see me in the streets if they don't think. That's a <laughs> like, go ahead, we're, cross we're, the street, run up. Right. <laughs> They'll have to come out and throw hands at me to get me to back down on that one because that's just flat out of plot. Hole. Big news Morgan's gonna be at your door like bing bing bing. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Hitting you with the albatross. I'll, I'll <laughs> beat his big bird ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's good. Uh, my son Garp chilling down at Ryugu Castle having a cup of tea with uh, yeah. with King Neptune. Yeah, dude. And Shida Hoshi. I. He's alluding to like the event that went down after they left between like Alabasta and the world government. Yeah. Um, so is Cobra out of there or what? I wouldn't be surprised. Well, Cobra and um, Riku are the ones that propose that the Shichibukai need to be done. They got to be done with the Shichibukai because Doflamingo and Crocodile fucked up both their countries. Yeah. So they're the it's, re it's they're the really catalyst weird. for the abolishment. I've heard people say that yeah. uh, they're gonna frame Sabo for killing 
Cobra. Man. And or. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it, I mean, with all the all the info we got, it looks like Sabo's dead. Like, or nah. Well, I can't. But, I, I, so, I'm not going. It, it would just be too corny. Like, I'm not going. You want to know what? Like, too corny. Too but look who's corny, all not impactful enough. Like, yeah. And well, off screen too is enough. See, but that's the thing. Is it off screen? It's off screen as of now. Yeah. But is it really gonna be off screen? Like, and, and even so, like. I won't say like there's there's if Sabo dies there's no way it's gonna be like fully off screen. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, for they're, sure. They're, we're definitely getting a flashback to what happened. And yeah. But look at look at all the people that care. You know the revolutionaries all care. Yeah. Um, Makino is crying and it closed her bar and yeah. said no, I'm not serving today because fucking Sabo's probably dead. Yeah. Uh, at least that's what the news is saying. The Don was just like I just found out he was still alive and now he's yeah question mark dead. Uh, he ain't dead. Like. I, I I don't think that he's going to be killed and we're not going to like it's going to be glossed over of course but I don't think he's dead at all I think this is the old Bond Clay bait and switch I, mean, it can be. I think it's the return of the Bond Bond baby <laughs> Bon Chan what the hell oh that Sabo might have uh, killed Kuma put him out of his misery no Oh, Kuma no. Hit his ass with that. Kuma hit his, with that, hit his ass with that emergency protocol. Said, Sabo Kuma. Don't do this. Code 66. <laughs> Sabo said. Hey, God! Hit his ass with that. Nope. Don't. Dragon Claw. Don't like that. That would be, that would be tight. Don't like that at all. I'm not, I'm not here for that. They ain't bringing Kuma back. He's gone. Do he it. is gone. Who put those swords in his back? When the when the Just, uh, dragons. How? Yeah, celestial like dragons. Snake. How though? He's made of wapo metal. Yeah, it's true. Zoro couldn't even cut him with a shishi sansan that can cut through steel. Who's putting well, a sword in that man's back? No, he cut his yeah. clothes and then his cyborg body was perfectly intact under that. The regular celestial dragons are just poking. No, stop. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. Like, uh, that's a potential plot hole. Uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Didn't we see, uh, not Charlos, but uh, not Mjolnir? Mosgard. That was the. That was that was the bald. That was the bald Gorose with with Shodai. He said, "You know what, Kuma? No." <laughs> he said, "You know what, Kuma?" <laughs> Poke oh. your ass up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I would honestly be all right with that. You know, Kuma. Yeah, that's fine. I, I was I was being a big baby about it, but like, I mean, that that's that's good storytelling there. If that's and the that case. would be fitting for Ivankov's reaction, where he's like, "No, someone didn't kill Kuma. Anna! Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah. So yeah, Doflamingo and Crocodile were tweaking in those kingdoms, and they abolished, and they <laughs> abolished the fucking Shichibukai system. That shit is hectic. But why are they sending Kobe to deal with Boa? Nah, G. Uh, <laughs> my son Kobe about to level up finally, yo. Yeah, He's maybe. That title, that, already has that, <laughs> that title of Rear Admiral was cool to see on Kobe, but I still don't think he's ready for 
I still don't think he's ready for Boa. Man. I think it's about time Oda starts portraying Kobe. I can see, yeah, and I can see Oda establishing him as someone that uh, Boa's abilities don't really work on. But she's still got the feet for that man. Stiletto to the to the forehead. It's over with for him. Yo, One Kobe's shot. Got the perfume femur. Yeah, perfume. He was femur. messing with Law in the Rocky Port incident. Yeah, but Law is a beta. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> That's true. Hey man, like sorry, what? sorry, bro, sorry, bro. True. He's laws. Laws really not that guy. Like we saw him in Shabani, and we were like, this is the coldest, bloodiest dude in the whole shit. And then since then, I mean, he scraped Smoker, but Smoker has been nerfed. So it's and Smoker has been kind of like being showed to be a little bit more bitch made since the time skip. So like we like laws W's like really aren't all that crazy. I mean, he got Hawkins, but all Hawkins did was get scraped this whole arc too. So. Like, well, and and you know, with Law's abilities, like especially since we don't know all of them, you got to assume there's still more mad abilities with fucking, you know, the ape ape. That's yeah. that fruit is definitely one of the best fruits in yeah. the world. Ragio no knife. Yes, <laughs> that's his tightest shit on treble but, upside down. That's the hardest shit ever. Don't sleep on the sun, Kobe. All right, I'm not. I'm not trying to sleep on him. I just don't know why they're sending him. To Amazon Lily. Yo, he's about to show up. No. See, I think that, uh, I mean, and this is just me, that Sabo can probably 1v2 Sandersonia and Marigold, but there's yeah. no way he can 1v3. And Sabo? Yeah. Yeah. Sabo is dicking down Boa. <laughs> why? Sanderson. Why? Sabo? Just why? What, what, what do you got? We're talking to... about Sabo now, not not Kobe anymore. <laughs> oh shit! My bad. I met Kobe. My bad. I met. Kobe. I was with you. Yeah, I was with you. My bad. No, 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 no. Kobe, I'm Kobe, like, Kobe. Sabo? Yeah. yeah, yeah, not Sabo. Sorry, my bad. Hey, I was hey, like, wait a minute. Hey, four letter, two syllable names. Sabo and Kobe are basically the same character. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, whoa. Mike. Yeah, I was no, with no, no. you. Yeah, bro. I was with you on the 1v2 there, and then you said not 1v3, and I was like, all right, I mean, Kiko's saying it, so, like, I want to co-sign no. it, but... <laughs> no, 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 Kobe, Kobe can, but Kobe cannot 1v3 the fucking Boa sisters. No! And Kobe probably can't even 1v1 Boa. No, I, I Hancock. absolutely I, not. I, I, I don't think... skip 1v2 Sandersonia and Marigold. Yeah, but Luffy has a tight devil fruit. Yeah. The best devil fruit, the pirate king's devil fruit. Yeah, <laughs> stop it. No, I don't know, do this. I know, I know. Disciple I know. of Garp. What'd you say? So? Kobe's the disciple of Garp. Yeah, yeah but, Garp, but, by Garp. but he don't got yeah, Garp but, energy like that yet. That He's sounds just, good. Oh, why not? <laughs> no, because he hasn't fought a fucking pirate king. He hasn't fought a pirate king 50 times. Yeah, he hasn't fought, he hasn't fought Shiki the lion. He no. fucking Garp before he did, but he still had that Garp energy. Yeah, but we, that's his. Garp, that's in history now. We know that Garp, happened. Oh, Garp fucking fought the Rocks Pirates, and that's yeah. why he's the hero of the fucking Marines, because yeah. he fucking 1v5 the Rocks I'm Pirates. not saying that Kobe's not going to be that, man. I'm just saying Kobe. it might be a little bit too early for dude. Kobe, Kobe can't be mentioned that. in the same breath as Garp. He's not yet. His son, no. the Alliance, and he's about to be Luffy's rival. You got to no, shut up. Kobe, Kobe's not even going to... Kobe's not even going to act on this. No. Well, and think about this. Think about this. So we got to even talk about some other things here to get to where my point is, um, where Drake is not a Kaido fucking, you know, 
uh, I mean, he, he's with Kaido technically, but he's he's either a double agent or he's a I'm out for myself kind of guy. But there's no way since he's the one talking to Kobe on the phone. He's yeah. the one telling Kobe all this information like, hey, the government sent CP0 to Wano and that's some bullshit like they're both mad about that they're like fuck this why is that the, why why did that happen that's yeah. not good at all yeah and that's because they both know that the government is on bullshit and that they're working against the government within the government definitely yeah. and and so so kobe's not even going to apprehend fucking boa and the boa sisters and if if he does it's going to be on some kind of like especially once you know if there's any dialogue between kobe and hancock about luffy because yeah. they both love luffy to the highest level yeah and and there's just no way that kobe's probably kobe. going to recruit boa to sword yeah maybe he's gonna roll up and she's gonna be like what are you talking about i got still i got these stilettos on like it, like it, like and he's gonna be like no 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 no, no. you don't understand like me, you don't we, want we a broken both, perfume femur. Yeah, know? like we we both we both fuck with with Luffy. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of maybe, and then Boa. I don't know. Something's. I feel like something is going to happen to where Kobe's going to be like, I'm not fighting you. Boa's going to be like, I'm not fighting you. And Kobe's going to be like, All right, well, you want to just roll with me then? Because he, why do people not want Kobe to level up? We do want him to level up, but that doesn't mean that he isn't going. Like he, like there are things that he can't do. You can't just throw him in any situation. And Luffy and, beat a warlord right after beating oh did we lose kiko for a sec <laughs> we lost kiko for a sec kiko this far into the story i'm, I'm still here no yeah. i'm still here it's just it's just uh being story, a little chop no reason why yeah. it shouldn't be justifiable for kobe to be able to stand up against that warlord when luffy was beating one way early into the story on some like oh i'm wet shit i i like it's okay if it yeah, happens after getting wrecked twice look if it happens i'm not going to be mad about it because oda's going to tell the shit out of that story and it's going to make sense and we're and we're going to be we're going to be here for it but as of right now there's nothing historically that in, at least for me tells me that that should be able to happen yet no i don't think so either and and yeah. just because luffy beat fucking crocodile and I mean, just think about it like crocodile and Eneru, both of those fights luffy was nowhere near on their level exactly the only, the only reason he fought them is because he found their you know elemental weakness or i mean he is Eneru's elemental weakness yeah. and, and he used water against crocodile yeah but the crocodile stuff man like it was tight it was hype i loved it but like Sun got turned into a carpet. He got <laughs> thrown out into the wind, like and, yeah, and got yeah. like 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 the fight between Crocodile and Luffy shouldn't be used as any kind of standard on like what Luffy's strength was at the time because yeah. that was that was almost like a hunter situation where where Luffy yeah. was a D tier and fucking Crocodile's an A tier, but Luffy had all everything in his favor that day. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Crocodile and, like had, like let his hubris kind of like. The only thing against Luffy was the fact that he couldn't hit Crocodile. He had more exactly. than ample strength to. That's why, as soon as he bridged that gap and was able to hit him, he was able to win. Yeah, and that's the case with but all Logan. You can definitely use that as a metric to judge his strength. No, no, no. Just because he was strong no. enough to beat Crocodile, he yeah. wasn't. Well, Crocodile. You're talking. Trash, no, no, no. You're talking. Have hockey. No, you're talking. Yeah. You're talking specifically about Luffy's strength versus Crocodile's HP. That's not the only factor in a fight. Crocodile has way more experience fighting in general. And and is a is a way more 
like and crocodile's he, bounty was 80 million yeah he should be a better fighter but i think his hubris just got the better of him in that fight i just think he's kind of the poster boy for like when you rely on your logia devil fruit and yeah nothing else and yeah. and that's why crocodile's trash he's only an 80 fucking billion or 80 million yeah. bounty when we see him and yeah. and and like he has to have power-ups over this time to even to kind of compete and does anybody think that fucking crocodile is going to compete with like yonko commanders fuck no like there's no way why not why would he be, uh, the only uh, reason you're saying that is because of his placement in the story and it's been said that like crocodile got fucked by that placement because he was the first warlord introduced and he was beaten by an underpowered luffy crocodile is a monster and he was portrayed on doflamingo's level in the marine ford war was he though he was like kind of yeah. Doflamingo standing toe to toe yeah. with him. Just I feel like Doflamingo. I feel like Doflamingo just wanted his attention and wasn't trying Doflamingo at all. Even showed Crocodile respect and was like, "Yo, like I tried to reach out to you to work with you, but you wouldn't. You shut me down." That might have more to do with like his social standing than his ability, though. Yeah, but, and the power but that he was. Boa contradicts that directly at the end of the chapter saying the reason we're warlords is because we're strong that's true that doesn't mean she that doesn't he's strong that doesn't she's mean the, the reason why she's a, a warlord is yeah yeah she strong. said we, we she's warlords. yeah she said we yeah she did say we are warlords yeah yeah that's fine but that doesn't mean that you're strong enough for anything see we could be using a lot of like we as in our island our people you know like not yeah. as we as shichibukai like yeah. we no, as in seem to have forgotten something the reason they chose us to be the seven warlords was for our strength yeah but there's a big there's a lot of big gaps in between the strength of the shichibukai though too you know what i mean like they're all strong for sure but like there are some shichibukai that are way stronger than others i mean crocodile at one point was like felt like he was out here enough to challenge whitebeard felt like doesn't <laughs> you know hey he's like he, hubris is a big part of his character you gotta get past Marco to fight Whitebeard. You think you think that Crocodile is, is getting past Marco? He he's not getting look, no hey, hell. He ain't hey, getting past Diamond Joe. Get past Marco. Who? If you can't get past Marco, you're not getting past Marco. But if you're fucking with Whitebeard, well, guess what? You must have got past Marco. Crocodile's not getting past. While well, he's Jones. distracted. What do you? What evidence do you have to say that? I don't know. I mean, the evidence that I just, just put forward says like based on what Marco kind of does in the story. Like he there was in the way of Kizaru shit. He didn't want to let anybody touch Whitebeard. Yeah, so there was. The There's just such there a was between, There's such a difference Marco between Kizaru and Crocodile. There was no moment. There was no moment where Crocodile and Marco clashed or even crossed paths. I don't remember. No, but Crocodile <clears throat> so how tried, did, so, so how tried does, to hit Whitebeard and Luffy blocked it. I mean, you could no, say that that's the case. Crocodile fought Whitebeard. Huh? In the past, Crocodile fought Whitebeard. Probably because yeah. he wanted to. Yeah, and Whitebeard basically said but he wasn't shit. To, was be able to, get, to be able to fight Whitebeard, you have to be, to be able to, you know, at least fight on Marco's fucking par. So unless Whitebeard is like, no, chill out, Marco, true. let me fight this motherfucker. That's just not true. You think Ace fought Marco before he fought Whitebeard 82 times? Because he fought Whitebeard a sh shit ton of times. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, let's 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 get through the rest of this chapter anyway. This is an amazing discussion, but I feel like we're running kind of long on time anyway already, and we still have a couple really big moments of this chapter to get through. Well, um, or wait, I did mean, we touch on? Did we touch on sword already? That's what I was gonna talk about. Yeah, is that so? Sword. So I got I, uh, something we gotta mention is that 
sword the, the people that we know drake and kobe are working pretty much against the world government within the government is what it feels like but uh who runs sword uh there is a cover chapter with Ikenu who has a sword tattoo right on his arm so that's right i've seen that so like that doesn't fit the uh narrative though that the people in sword are doing things behind the fleet admiral's uh, back i'm more subscribed to the theory that like sengoku and aokiji are like dude are, are running sword low-key behind the scenes or garp or garp within it within yeah. but but yeah i don't know it's so hard i mean i heard that you know people talking that shanks might be running it might hey. be you know uh kind of throwing his i wouldn't say throwing his yonko title away but like yeah seeing the bigger picture like a lot of shit's about to crack off things need to be done about it and i'm here talking to the gorosei about something we don't know yet so what could it be you know yeah. hey maybe i might run an organization for you guys on like a you know just a temporary basis to try to fix the fucking direction the world's going in right now because i don't think it's going to be good for anybody is probably what he's thinking you know like that's his mindset yeah i would assume if if that's it i mean that's kind of just putting that out as an if like i it's hard for me to subscribe to that but yeah. like i don't know like yeah he has a sword yeah that's true i just think it's really cool how there is like an underground faction inside of the, the military going against you know those those the, the world government in that regard and like drake man like oda once again is just saying like you can't do any aspect of his storytelling better than him like i was sitting here like man the fact that hawks in my hero academia is a double agent is just so cool and then drake is just like double agent of the year <laughs> like, you know what i mean like still you know like yeah. like 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 you never know like what's going on you know with that even though like in my hero it's like pretty heavily implied that like hawks is still you know like with the hero side but like drake like could even though like he's like yeah i'm with sword like could he also still be working against sword we don't know he's flip-flopped like a million times i know kizaru kicked his ass in the face <laughs> down the block i know that shit so yeah, dude. I, I i wouldn't be apt to help the government if i just got light speed kicked in the face down yeah, the block but... yeah yeah <laughs> he was all looking up yeah. Pah, yeah, yeah hell yeah Oh, the last thing I wanted to talk about um, on this chapter in, in regard to talking points that that I wanted to uh, to bring up here is like, I'm pretty sure I remember, I only read through the chapter once, but like, didn't it seem like they had way more military power for Mihawk's raid than like yeah. anybody else's? Oh, yeah, they, they definitely did. Yeah. Well, that's another. Evil. That's Weevil too. They, yeah. they had Weevil all surrounded, you yeah. know, so it's, that's uh, maybe that's, that's just another, you know, thing that reinforces my point that there's a hierarchical you know like difference in shichibukai yeah. strength if you think mihawk and crocodile are the same thing that's yeah. just crazy to me that's not yeah. or i mean we can stop using crocodile uh boa uh, even bora boa moria boa, boa yeah boa, it's like moria. yeah those are definitely the bottom tier uh, that's not buggy while moria was fighting kaido back in the day yeah that's right yeah. Yeah, but that my, was 30 I think, years ago, and he didn't get any stronger. Implied that like that thousand shadow Asgard shit was casual for him. Yeah, I wonder how. I wonder what nerfed him then. So don't sleep on Moria. I mean, I'm not sleeping on Moria, but I mean, out here, but he look, got look, look, easily wrecked by Doflamingo. Like Doflamingo yeah. didn't even because you know, he's fat and lazy now. Yeah, what nerfed him? 
Why and and why and if he's fat Kyle and lazy now and if he's fat and lazy now then why are we not sleeping on him like he should be slept Kyle on? Kaido like, broke his spirit. That's why. Yeah. So he's so he's beta. He's out of here. All I'm saying yeah. is that, nah, like, he's back making moves now. Yeah, as Blackbeard's underling. You don't know that. Isn't that what we got in All the chapter in between now, the last two parts? All we know now is the last time we saw Moriar, he stormed up in Blackbeard's port like, yo, what's up? Mother? And Blackbeard was like, you work for me now. And I'm pretty sure he was like, all right, bet. He did not. I'm pretty no. sure. No, that's not what happened. I don't think so. I'd have to double check, uh, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. There's pretty... no way Moria walked into Blackbeard's <laughs> island and didn't either get down or lay down. You know, yeah. like, that's it. He's either with the crew or he's dead. Yeah, that's, straight up. I, I just don't. Or, or he shadow at, and just bounced out, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, Shirio but... sliced him in the belly. Yeah. <laughs> Left some of the shadows out. I mean, I don't know. All I'm saying, though, is for them to storm Mihawk. And I put Mihawk at the top of the Shichibukai list every time and i'll never change yeah, my mind course. on that yeah definitely i feel like they're gonna want they're gonna want two admirals and like a buster call to, to deal with that you know what i mean like i don't think that he can fight two admirals and be cool i think that one admiral could be enough but if you really want to make sure you're getting the job done you need two there and and yeah. and, a, and, a, and a buster called worth of military might you know what i mean and that's just a huge testament to that to that point that i was making that it's like boa hancock might be like yeah we're, war we're warlords because we're strong but like there's huge differences between them yeah yeah there's there's definitely is and yeah. i don't think that i just i really don't think that kobe can single-handedly take in no the boa sisters hell like, no that's that sounds crazy to me i think like, he's cleaning that shit up all right uh, <laughs> I, I think i think he 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 you may be able to one v two Sandersonia and Mary. We Gold. have to I don't see, see this how. progression. Like, we can't just have we can... the end of the story taken on Pirate King Luffy. Like no one, no one, no, no one, no one's saying that. But like that, like just, we want that progression, but we don't want it to come too hard, too fast either. We want, we need Do it we... to make sense. It's always gonna make sense. Whatever That's Oda cool. does is going to make sense. But I just personally can't That's see it really, yet. Though, Do we think Kobe's ever fighting last... him? Yes, fighting Luffy. You think yeah. Kobe's fighting Luffy on any kind of yeah. even ground in the story at I any point? That was set up chapter one. No, I don't what? So. No, I just don't think so. I, I think is, that that's his dream to become. If you say smoker, I'm going to throw up. What'd you say? I oh, yeah, no. I said, what Marine is Luffy's adversary? Then if you say smoker, I'm going to throw up. I can. <laughs> yeah. The one that killed his Akainu? brother. Akainu? Yeah. yeah. Akainu's going to get killed by Blue Flame Sabo. I mean that's headcanon, but yeah, I like it. That's proper vengeance. Not yeah. according to this chapter. I'm pretty confident Sabo's dead. No, no. The bon Clay bait and switch, baby. You heard it here first. It's possible. It's possible, but <laughs> you know, with it, it was. We know he's alive. Before. We know he's alive. We know Bon Clay's alive. Well, but it's it. What the the information in the newspaper is that Sabo is dead. Yeah, like, it of doesn't course. say that, but that that's heavily implied. Yeah. whether he's actually or dead or not is another story. But yeah. the news that was given out is that Sabo's dead. It and, has to and we got it the in front loaded in the chapter. I decide what lies I tell in the media. Yeah, that's true. That's a that's a, a huge implication that they're bullshitting. But it also said wow. that there there were deaths. It, 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 Morgan said there's mad death and death is what sells and so I'm going to report on those deaths and lie That's about them to... <laughs> he, he doesn't say he doesn't say that though. yeah I know I know but I mean like what's the what's the biggest death that's gonna sell the most papers Sabo's dead 
yeah and he's talking commander yeah. and he's gonna or a king, and, or a king yeah um, king riku or yeah. king he said Kobe. that there were a couple things that he wanted on the front page but he was just gonna have to do a double front page he's gonna have to have you know one story on the front and then the second chapter or the second page is going to be another headliner yeah yeah. Yeah. Either way, that oh, motherfucker bullshit and Sabo ain't dead. What's another up, thing we like? didn't talk about is that Blackbeard's going to recruit all the Shichiba guy right now. Yeah. Yeah. He said, he said "Oh, y'all want to get rid of him? We're yeah. going to round him up, boys. Let's get yeah. ready. We're about but to I go mean, round up." Them. Which ones are gonna be like? Yeah. All right. None of them, other than Weevil yeah. and uh, I don't know, Weevil and Buggy. Buggy's for sure jumping ship and going over to Blackbeard. One last thing is. They got Weevil's ass surrounded. Yeah. We don't know what island he's on. They didn't say? Damn. No, well, it said on an island. Oh, it did say on an island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering where he's at in proximity to Marco. If Ooh. Marco's still coming. Marco's coming. I, I was always of that belief, too, that Marco's yeah. definitely, definitely coming. Marco's I, coming. I thought he was 100% capping when he said, like, no, nah, I'm out. No, no, hell no. That's more, that's more Oda. That's more Oda lies. Yeah, <laughs> Marco wearing his glasses, acting like he's retired. Like, nah, oh, hell no. Take them, take, take them glasses off and spread them wings, my pal. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's I, yeah, that's, that's all like, I had. Jam packed full of shit. Yeah, chapter. dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it. That's yeah, man. It. Yeah. And, uh, this this episode ran late and long, but yeah. great conversation though, you guys. Yeah. Another bang out week. Another bang out week. Issue number forty three of Weekly Shonen Jump was a banger. Yeah, dude. Although uh, no hero this week. So, no hero this week. But there was uh, no shortage of time. Yeah, it's all good. Jesus Christ. But it's anyway, all good. That being said, thank you all so much for watching. If you did like the video, if you like the video, subscribe and uh, hit that noti bell. We'll chirp you. Also, follow the link tree in the box down below. That'll take you to not only our Discord, where, like I said at the beginning of the, of the of the video, we're having our first community event this Friday. Come watch that live. If you join the Discord, come chill in the Discord. Talk about, you know, different anime, manga, whatever. Yeah, dude. Have some discussion. Join the community. And uh, all of our Twitters in the link tree. You can find our social media platforms and stuff. We got some other cool projects going on. So, uh, yeah. With that being said, I think... This will be another stupendous episode hey. of the Project Manga Podcast. Wrapping up, I'm your host, Eagle. It's your boy, Kiko. I'm Noxie. Son of a... Son of a-